It could be a beautiful day in the neighborhood if we had less cloud and fewer snow flurries fluttering to... Really? It's coming early this year. But you know what? Gets you thinking about hockey. And this week in London is a lot about hockey. The team of the century is being honored on Thursday night. And there's probably a little bit of you that if you followed this team in 2004, 2005, you knew, yeah, yeah, we're watching the team of the century. Nobody's ever going to be better than these guys. This is amazing. You know you felt like that. So we're getting an opportunity to relive some memories throughout this week. And we get an opportunity to start with a guy who has gone on to some incredible success. Stanley Cup champion, MVP, Hart Trophy winner in the National Hockey League, and one of the stars of the team of the century, Corey Perry. Corey, how are things? Uh, Doing all right, I guess. Can't complain. Well, I, we have stuff to complain about, and it's falling to the ground right now. You're in California. Any snow? Uh, not that I can see right now. The mountains mm, are pretty clear still, too. Figured. Well, you'll yeah. be able to catch up with the old thing called snow soon enough because the team of the century is honored on Thursday night. When you first heard that that team had been given that name, what came to your mind? Um, I think it... Uh... It just shows how you know how great that team actually really was. You you don't think about it when when you're playing, but uh, you know you look back. It's been what 13, 14 years. Um, you know it, it, a lot of guys have gone on to do special things, and uh, that team was a pretty special group of guys. What made it different, maybe? than other teams was there anything about it that you look at whether it's in the dressing room being able to stand up and say anything at any time or or on the ice when something would happen is there anything that stands out to you i um i think it was obviously there there was guys on that team that uh, were, were natural born leaders and there was there was a lot of guys that could step up at any point in time and say something yes but i think it was just how tight the group really was um you, you look at off the ice, we were always together. We are always going for lunch. We were always doing things together. And it uh, it kind of has still carried on. There's a lot of guys that are still pretty close. When you guys have a little bit of downtime, like in the summer, do you find parts of that team will still get together on a regular basis? Well, for sure. I, I think, you, you you know, there's a lot of guys still around London that uh, that we still talk to and uh, still hang around. So, yes, that, uh, that team has a special bond, and it, it's been carried over for sure. Corey Perry of the Anaheim Ducks with us as we talk team of the century. It will be honored at Budweiser Gardens on Thursday night before the Knights take on the Mississauga Steelheads. Corey, as far as that year went – there was so much attention on that team because there was no NHL hockey. And maybe it started a little quietly at first, but when you go 10-0 and through your first 10 games and, and then when you go 20 games and haven't lost yet and people are looking for hockey, they start looking at you and the, I guess, the eyeballs that were on you. Did that bring any pressure for you guys that you felt or any added attention that, that made things feel different? Um, I think our team enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like you said, there was no NHL uh, on the schedule each and every night, so everybody was looking to for something else to do. And um, you know, the the OHL, the CHL was the next thing, and it uh, it definitely took off. Uh, like you said, you go ten games, twenty games, 
and then you go 29-0-2 for 31 games unbeaten, that's uh, that's a record that uh, is, is pretty special. And people start talking about, uh, you know, how good is this team for real? And, um, you know, he, he we continued to get better. We continued to do things that were pretty special. And it was, uh, it was a fun, fun time for sure. Now, was there ever a point when you guys started talking about what it was that you were doing, even during that streak? Did you ever look around saying, are we this good? I, I think we just went one game at a time. From from what I remember, I don't think anybody was really talking about it. It uh, it just kept happening each and every night. We'd be we go we'd win and we'd move on to the next game. And you you know how it is. You play three and three on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and and you you try to regroup for for the next week. So it uh, you know it, it was kind of one game at a time, one night at a time, and and day by day, and uh, you know things kept falling into place. You're a guy who scored 140 goals as a night. You've scored 366 in the National Hockey League. But do any of the goals that you scored that year still stand out to you? Do you ever think back and all of a sudden something will spark and, and you'll remember a goal from that season? Uh, there, there, there definitely is. Uh, there's a couple. I, I mean, I remember the, the first uh, the one against Ramuski in the first game of the uh, Memorial Cup. I the snapshot from the slot, um, you know, there's there's different times uh, that uh, do come back and do bring back memories. Um, you know, those are those are great times, and uh, you know, I think everybody on that team has a special moment in in uh, in the season. Corey Perry of the Anaheim Ducks joining us. That game that you just talked about. That first game against Ramuski. There are still Knights fans who say that's the greatest hockey game they ever saw is it something that would rank up there for you I, I think so i think that was uh that was one of the one of the best games you know just the lead up to to that game how Ramuski was coming in on on uh on their winning streak and um you know the the way we went into the memorial cup you know not just being host we winning the the championship oh, championship but you know it was just two great teams coming together and uh you know, like you said, it, it went into overtime, and um, you know, I, I still remember Mark Mathot, uh, Mark Mathot scoring. So it uh, it still brings back memories. Well, he's going to join us later on in the show, so we'll have to ask him about that. He had two goals that game. He did, yes, he did. And not the same kind of goal scorer that you were. <laughs> no, but uh, everybody steps up at different times. If you look throughout that season, there was always. Always somebody uh, different stepping up at uh, at a crucial moment, and you know that's how great teams win. What was it like facing Sidney Crosby? You talk about the lead up to that game because that Memorial Cup had so many storylines, but the biggest ones were the London Knights, the season you'd had facing the best up and coming player on the planet in Sidney Crosby. What was that game like? It, it had a lot of emotion. Um, there was a lot of skill on the ice. There was a lot of passion on the ice. Uh, it, the buildup, it, it was there. It was real. Um, like we said earlier, there's no NHL hockey. There's no playoffs going on at that time. It uh, it, it was best on best, and, and uh, that game delivered. All right. There are going to be Knights fans who need to know about this. You and Mike Richards 
Kitchener Rangers, London Knights. It's at the end of a game where I think you guys had taken a 3-1 series lead on the Kitchener yeah. Rangers. And it is. Toward the end of the game, there's a scuffle in the corner. And then all of a sudden, you and Mike Richards, the two marquee players on, on those teams offensively, set yourselves up. And all of a sudden, you're in a fight at center ice. How did that come about? Uh, I don't I don't really know. I think I took maybe might have took a swipe at somebody, and he he kind of said, "Hey, you can't do that," and kind of talked about it on the way out of a pile. And we ended up at center. I think if you if you <laughs> watch the video, I kind of start. I was laughing a little bit because we just finished playing together at uh, World Juniors, so I knew Mike uh, Mike quite well, and um, you know it uh, it went from there. But it's uh, it was an emotional emotional game emotional time if you uh and i know how mike plays he's he's a guy that uh he he wore his heart in his sleeve and uh he'd stick up for anybody and do anything for his team and um you know it uh just happened i guess was that one of those things that once it was over did you guys have a laugh about it later <laughs> we've talked we've talked about it over over the, the time and uh yeah, we've laughed about it. I always say I uh, I one punched him, but uh, I think he might have fell. <laughs> that was the, the next thing that that I was going to ask. Do you do you guys ever decide who won? <laughs> I don't know. It was uh, it was pretty even, but uh, I always say I won with that first punch. Uh, Corey Perry of the Anaheim Ducks <laughs> joining us, getting set to come to London for the team of the century being honored on Thursday night as the Knights take on the Mississauga Steelheads. It will be, it will happen before the game. What what are you expecting that night? What's it like to come back to London? Well, I, I think that uh, you know it, it, it's going to be great to see everybody. I haven't seen. A lot of guys in in many years, and uh, I know there's a lot of guys coming back for it. So it, that's going to be great. Um, I think the the ovation we're going to get from from the city, from the fans, from everybody in, in attendance that night um, is going to be pretty wonderful. And you know, it, it's just a, a special time for everybody that was involved in that team to to come back celebrate because we haven't been together since uh, since we won all together. And um, I think this is going to be a great opportunity. And there's new family members to show off. All of you guys married. There's kids. There's there's all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah, everybody's uh, all grown up, and you know, everybody's some some guys got kids and families and and married, and you know, it's uh, life has uh, has definitely gone by fast. And you know, some guys, um, you know, like you said, do have kids, and there's going to be a lot of a lot of things to talk about. That's for sure. All right. As a final thing, how's everything coming for you? You've, you've been out with an injury. Give us the latest on that. Uh, it's uh, day by day. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, you can't really do much. You just got to let it heal and you, you got to take your time. Uh, you know, still some days I get anxious and think I can do more than I can. And, uh, um, but, you know, doctor's orders, uh, you know, I just got to take it, uh, take it week by week and, Hopefully, uh, hopefully everything comes together and heals up. But uh, you know, I'm looking February, March uh, comeback time. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Hey, perfect timing, as a matter of fact. And and now that you've won everything, because you you are 
a guy who has won everything from World Cup to World Championship to World Juniors to Memorial Cup to Stanley Cup. Is there anything out there that they've created new for you to win? Have you, have you asked anybody to maybe put something together for you? <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody yet. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but it, it's been I've been part, been lucky enough to be a part of some some great teams, and um, you know I uh, I can't say enough about uh, guys I've I've played with and. Um, you know that have helped me get to to where I am today, and uh, and all the awards and championships that I have won. It's uh, I just don't do it by myself. There's a lot of great players that have definitely helped. Well, Corey, it's been amazing speaking with you. Congratulations on the career that you've put together, and this city can't wait for that team to come back together on Thursday night. All the best. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see you on Thursday. Take care. All right. Thanks. That is Corey Perry of the Anaheim Ducks. So the team that stuck together, and, and what he said is, is so genuine that they don't look around and go, wow, you know, we're, we're pretty good. If they had done that, they probably wouldn't have the same success. You can't do that in life. You can't look around and go, huh, pretty good. I'm just going to sit back and cruise from here then. Things will go downhill in a hurry. That fall from the top, that's far, and it happens fast. But they didn't. They just kind of one at a time, and you go out and you just keep doing what you're doing. The current edition of the London Knights is on a nine-game winning streak. Why? Because you play three games in three days, you start winning, and, oh, look, we want another one. Oh, look, they're not counting that up. They're not saying, well, we've got to win this one because that'll make a ten-game winning streak. That's not what they do. You just go out and play, and you see what happens, and those guys, they did everything they could for each other in order to win. And I really think that the first time they exhaled, and we'll have to ask a player about this. We didn't ask Corey about this, but we'll ask somebody this week about this. The first time they exhaled, I counted it up, 232 days into the season when they had just beaten the Ottawa 67s to go up 3-1, and they were coming home to London and could basically feel, you know what, we can beat this team. We can win a championship. And that was the first time, 232 days into the season, you could sense any kind of exhale. And they came back and they won, and off they went. So that story Corey was telling about the Memorial Cup and the game against the Ramuski Oceanic. We'll talk with Mark Mathot before the end of the show. We have news coming up next with Jacqueline LaBelle, and then we'll get into some policing discussion in London. This is Global News Radio, 980 CFPL.